This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Happy New Year, everybody. Do we have a Happy New Year song? <laughs> Little uh, uh, old Lang Syne. Shall acquaintance be forgot? Speaking of things that should be forgot, I'm Matthew. <laughs> and I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today we're talking about broccoli. One of my favorite vegetables. One of mine, too. Before we begin, I have a very important question about broccoli right off the bat. Is it true that it is actually dinosaur trees? Yes. Good. So my, so my mother was telling the truth. Phew. I don't. I kind of don't get it. Dinosaur trees. Oh, it's uh, it's one of those things you say to your kid to convince them to eat it. Eat broccoli. It's like little trees well, uh, or dinosaur trees. But if they were dinosaur trees, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they be really big? Like broccoli the size of entire houses. Maybe, maybe it's dinosaur. F- I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't have Barbie kids. trees. I think you mean Barbie trees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's yeah. For girls, it's Barbie trees, and for boys, it's a race car trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right. Well, so uh, where to begin? I feel like broccoli is one of those vegetables that people love to hate. Absolutely. And I don't really get it. I mean, it, it, to me, the the maybe the most offensive thing about broccoli doesn't even have to do with its taste or what it's like to eat it. It has to do with the smell that happens when you steam it or boil it. It's true. It's the same smell. I mean, it's. Uh, Cabbage, cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, all, all the same kind of aroma because they're all related. But if I, if I may make a, a, a true confession here. Please do. Kind of the same way that I love the smell of gasoline. Oh, who doesn't? I love the smell of all of those vegetables cooking. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care if they're being like boiled into oblivion. Uh-huh. Not, I don't want to eat them at that point, but I like the way they smell. Do you think, uh, are you considering marketing like a a perfumer? (laughs) You see where I'm going with this already. Stinky broccoli. (laughs) Stinky broccoli. If you like Calvin Klein, whatever it was called, you'll love stinky broccoli. Uh Uh-huh. I think, yeah. Molly (laughs) Weisenberg. I, uh, yeah, your free free gift with purchase. This, like, box of stuff. Anyway, uh, okay, let's let's try to pick this up. <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, what I was going to say is, I, I grew up with broccoli either being kind of blanched or or steamed, 
And this was, of course, in the, in the era of, of low-fat cooking. The so 80s. that was what my mom did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually always thought that, that broccoli, when it was cooking that way, smelled a little bit like peanuts in a way that was nice to me. Do you know what I mean, peanuts? I don't know what you mean, but I will, uh, I'm not going to try and invalidate your childhood. <laughs> okay. Did, did you grow up eating broccoli? I did in pretty, pretty much the same uh, sorts of preparations. I remember, and, and I always liked it, steamed, some steamed broccoli around the edge of the plate. Not all the way around the edge of the plate, like like a halo, but <laughs> in small quantities. Yeah. Um, so, do you still cook it that way now? I don't usually, although occasionally I will steam it uh, in preparation for stir frying it or doing something else with it. Uh, I am more inclined to do kind of a high heat thing with broccoli, either uh, roasting or sautéing. Uh, do you did you notice a few years ago that there was this trend that started in restaurants? Uh, serving a dish called blasted broccoli. Oh, did I I've ever? I've seen it on so many menus. Really? Did they all get together and say, let's call roasted broccoli blasted broccoli? Well, did I miss that's, that? That's funny. because I, I didn't realize that because the first time I encountered it was kind of near the end of my restaurant critic career. Um, and it was... At Black Bottle. Oh, or Name and Names, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember I called it a crime scene? No. Oh, see, I, no. I wrote about the blasted broccoli and I called it a crime scene because at least uh, when I ordered it, it was super duper burnt. Oh, okay. Well, then I went, uh, I guess I was working downtown then and I went and met a friend there after work and ordered the blasted broccoli because I thought, oh, I like roasted broccoli. Uh-huh. And it was still like barely, barely cooked. It was still alive. Oh. Anyway, so I guess they were a little schizophrenic in their their blasting of the broccoli. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, when you when you have a blaster at your disposal, it's hard to it's hard to blast with finesse. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I like roasting broccoli too. Uh, I like how sort of like the little florets kind of crackle in your oh, mouth when yes. they're really crispy. Yeah, like little yeah. little broccoli caviar bits. Wow. Not like that, but good. You just, wow. So everybody's going to be hating us from the last episode where we went to Paris to drink hot chocolate, and now you're eating and now, caviar. Yeah, right. Okay. I want to I talk about the two, the two parts of the broccoli, because often uh, the, the broccoli floret is believed to be the entire broccoli plant, and it's not. There's, there's another important part. The stalk. Yeah. So do you eat the stalk? I eat the stalk. I eat the stalk too. And we just ate the stalk today. Yes. In more the dish on that, that we're going to be talking about in a minute. But so tell me about this. Do you use it in the same places where you use the florets? Pretty much, yes. Um, frankly, if you told me I had to give up either the florets or the stalks for the rest of my life, I would give up the florets and keep the stalks because they are they're more versatile because they cook very evenly mm-hmm. um they're they're easier to cook um cuz you get just a chunk of of uh of perfect broccoli stock flesh you can uh, you can braise them until they're until they're soft or you can uh, leave them crunchy and they're great both ways they're super neglected do you have to peel them I choose to peel them, but I, I don't peel them. Um, you know, I was skeptical when I saw you failing to peel them, but I thought the dish came out great, and I ate a whole bunch of stalks. Awesome. So, how do you feel about raw broccoli? Because I remember seeing a recipe online somewhere recently for a recipe for raw broccoli. No, a recipe for taking the stalk actually and sort of shaving it and turning it into a raw salad. I think that could work really well. Uh, I haven't made anything like that, but I, I would try it. I um I do have to confess, whenever I'm like cutting up broccoli florets, I will always crunch a few. Uh, and even do you even dip though, them in ranch dressing? No, I don't like ranch dressing. I think we've oh. talked about this. Oh, 
Uh, I, I mean, I know you don't like condiments, but ranch dressing? I'm pretty sure we covered this in the salad dressing episode. We should go that back. Was, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. I can't believe you expect me to actually <laughs> well, remember well, things Well, I haven't that you started said. liking it since then, if that's <laughs> okay, what you're okay. getting at. Okay. So anyway, you do like eating raw broccoli. I do. And it's uh, it's weird because, I, you know, if I heard about someone who was eating raw broccoli, I would probably make fun You'd of them You'd be like, what kind head. of loser is that? Right. And, uh, you know, and yet when no one's looking, I will totally sneak a few. Um, same, same thing with cocaine. Oh, huh. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. I'm learning so much about you today. Thanks. You know, on one of those those crudite platters that have like nice sort of dried out wrinkly baby carrots and yeah. um, and raw cauliflower florets and raw broccoli florets, I will definitely choose broccoli in yeah. that case. But otherwise, I'm not a big fan of the raw broccoli. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe if we check in with you again in a year, <laughs> you will have come around. Yeah. How about broccoli soup? Oh, broccoli soup. So I know that broccoli cheese soup is like a big thing. But the idea of cheese soup, period, kind of freaks me out. It seems like hmm. just drinking fondue. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> but I feel like it would start to harden before I could even swallow it. You know what I mean? Start to congeal. I feel like they should sell fondue pots with straws. <laughs> anyway, so broccoli cheese soup, I've never been able to get behind. It just felt like too much. What about cream of broccoli soup? Okay, now that I can... That I, I will climb on board that train. How how would you make a cream of broccoli soup? I don't think I've ever done it. I have eaten them sometimes and enjoyed it. When you say cream of broccoli soup, I think about Campbell's soup. Uh, well, I have a broccoli soup that I make that you could turn into a cream of broccoli soup. It's a puree, and I just take some broccoli florets, some um, you know onion, whatever, some <laughs> stock that I've got lying around, and maybe like a parmesan rind. Did for you say instance? some stock that you've got lying around? No stock. Oh, stock. stock. Okay, I'm still thinking about broccoli stocks. <laughs> anyway. Throw all that in in the pot and um, simmer it until the broccoli is tender. Maybe with a, if you put a Parmesan rind in there, you get some really nice flavor. And then nice. puree that and you could add a little bit of cream and it's really, really lovely. Anyway, that's one of my favorite soups to make. I don't usually add the cream. And what I do instead is I make, cover your ears, Matthew. I make, he's got his, I, he's I, got his hands <laughs> over his earphones. Yeah, I literally just tried to cover my ears, which are already covered with headphones. <laughs> anyway, what I do is I don't put the cream in at the end. And instead, I make this stuff that Brandon and I call crack cream. That sounds okay. like an ointment. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, as it, that. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. sorry. Anyway, I make this stuff that we call crack cream. That's like <laughs> wait, I just sorry. <laughs> I'm like two jokes behind. <laughs> okay, crack cream ointment, very funny. Thanks. Continue. Thanks for giving me credit where it's due. <laughs> anyway, um, take some sour cream or maybe some some nice whole milk yogurt. Uh, put some chopped uh, scallions, chives, a little bit of garlic in there, some salt, pepper, some lemon juice, and a spoonful of that in the middle of a pureed broccoli soup is delicious. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, maybe we could even put up a link to um, to the recipe on the on – the, uh, <laughs> I think the website. We, yeah, I think we should. It's called the website. I think we should do that. And, uh, you know, click here for crack cream. <laughs> Who wouldn't <laughs> click on that? Yeah. We're going to get so many hits. Yeah. So let's talk about the dish that we ate for lunch today. Please. This is one of my favorite um, 
well, to quote Rachel Ray, 30-minute meals. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is that the is that the business we're getting into here now? <laughs> yes. Uh, so the, this recipe was originally created by Melissa Clark. Thank you, Melissa Clark. Thank you. Um, and I first read about it on my friend Louisa's blog. Hello, Louisa. It is a, uh, a dish that is super simple, roasted broccoli with shrimp. And that really sums up almost all the ingredients in the dish. It's got some uh, some coriander, some cumin, uh, some lemon zest, but otherwise it is really, really simple and somehow it is so much more than the sum of its parts. And one of the things I love about this dish, aside from the fact that it's super easy to make and tastes great, is that um, I, anytime I cook shrimp, I worry a lot about overcooking the shrimp. And for some reason, when it's nestled among the broccoli florets and stalks and, uh, and roasting gently, but not too gently in the oven, it's really hard to overcook it. You roast it for 10 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah, it, it is really, really, um, it, it's it's one of our favorite dishes at home. Brandon loves it as much as I do. And uh, squeeze a little lemon on it at the end, maybe make a little rice, and it's like instant dinner. Now, I have one family member who doesn't like broccoli and one who doesn't like shrimp, so I get all the leftovers. Excellent. Okay, well, um, maybe I should take the leftovers home. <laughs> Damn it. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so do we have anything else to say other than, you know, we love broccoli? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, visit us on our website, spilledmouthpodcast.com, where you will find the recipe for roasted broccoli and shrimp. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, where you can like us. Please like us. Well, thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that um, looks like uh, little trees if you really, really squint. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Should we throw in any fun facts about broccoli, like that it's related to some other shit? That's not a fun fact. Okay.